I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yo, Mason is deaf. I forgot what it's like to be in this studio after him. He really is deaf. Did he have like his headphones turned up like to 10? To like 12. My goodness. You sound clearer to me while I'm in studio. Well, you sound very good today as well. Can someone explain to me, because I've been watching all the videos on Twitter, what exactly happened today? Mason wanted to get... Okay, well, let's just ask Laura. She's here. She was. Uh, she almost killed him, apparently. No, I did not. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like, it looked like Mason was going to bleed to death is what it looked yeah, like. Go ahead, me. Laura. Explain okay, how you almost so killed Mason. so I got a text by Breonna saying, hey, do you have a razor? I'm like, that is the most random thing to ask me. Proceeded to say that they wanted to do the little stripe like Jamie Tart. if you guys see Ted Lasso. Right. I said, bro, no, but I can go to the store and grab the little blade. The eyebrow blades are like little eyebrow blades that you can do things to your eyebrows with. Yeah. But, man, I was not accounting for Mason's thick as hell eyebrows. And Why didn't you try to thread him? Can you thread? Do you no, know how to no, thread? no. That's too much work. You got to th- put mean? it through the ear. Have you, ear. you don't know what threading is, Cap? No, what is threading eyebrows? No, what does that mean? Uh, okay, so, Laura, explain to me if I have this right. So, basically, you use a thread, like a thread, like, you know, like a... You know, you know, Un hilo. Right, a thread. You know what a thread <laughs> is, Scott? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then you start wrapping you- around the eyebrow, and you, and, and you hold it through your teeth, and you mm-hmm. wrap it through the eyebrow, and you're cutting off the, uh, the excess. hair, the excess hair, while you're using the thread. Mm-hmm, that's too much work. I can't do that. <laughs> okay. But I think she sliced them because you're supposed, to, I think you're just supposed to use like the little electric, zzz, those things. Just well, you, okay, so it. full disclosure, I do have the electric ones for the eyebrows, zzz. but I'm not going to use my own and I'm not going to go buy one, no, right? That's, that's expensive. Cool. Yeah, yeah that's so I just went and bought the little $5 ones. I have a three pack yeah. or whatever. I just really didn't think that Mason had thick as hell eyebrows. He's like, thick. <laughs> with two C's. As hell. Those things are for like peach fuzz. I mean, you know what? I tried. <laughs> you did. You did. did I you went out him? of my way. But wait, did you cut him in both eyes? Cause, no, just one. Okay, because the way I saw it on Twitter, on the video, it looked like you started on the right eye. It was only the right eye. Okay, but then it looked like he was bandaged over the left eye. No, right eye. Wait, uh, so- everything in the right eye. Okay, got it. And okay. and were you were you ultimately even though you cut him and he almost bled to death, were you successful? Not at all? successful at all. <laughs> Not only did I cut Mason, but we were unsuccessful. And I felt really bad. People thought I was like happy about what I did, but I was I was not. I felt. Do you know bad. a lot of dudes who thread? I don't know a lot, but I know some. Yeah, I've seen because well, um, we have a makeup artist uh, on the TV side who obviously I haven't seen forever because of COVID, but Fabiola. And she threats. She would random like producers. People would come through to get her. You know, have her That's thread you. That's what we needed here. Yeah, we yes. needed Fabiola. We needed but Fabiola. She's not here. Fabi's not, not here. Not allowed to be here right now. <laughs> now, George, would you ever? Yeah. Cut a a line, a no. racing stripe. No. Into your no. eyebrow. I said no six times already. No. I know, but I was just sort of working my way towards the end of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I can um, stop you there. I I would I would not do it either, but I'm going to explain why, though. It's not because I'm not for team bonding. I'm all for team bonding. It's just that I don't really have eyebrows. And it's it's becoming a more pronounced issue 
in my life as I'm getting a little bit older, I have like half an eyebrow on either side. You know, like at the top of the eyebrow where the eyebrow goes over to the other side like a rainbow? So, you you know, it just, it, it my eyebrows sort of stop in the middle and then they don't go, I don't know what the hell happened. I don't know if I, like, like you know, people, they lose their hair, they go bald. I got a full ass head of hair, but my eyebrows, I'm telling you, I got half an eyebrow on each eye. Yeah, I don't understand that, how you have half an eyebrow, to be honest with you. I've never understood how that would be the case. But, I mean, listen, I, I've, ne- I've never noticed if it makes you feel any better. But then sometimes I get, like, this one random long eyebrow hair, and I, like, try and comb it over. Like, no joke. Like I'm. Why trying don't you to- just try to cut it? Yeah, well, then what I do is I- eyebrow hairs. Most people do. You know that, right? Like, you could just cut it with, like, a little scissor? Well, I just yank it out. I mean, I guess I just- you could do that. That's a little more painful, it feels like. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. The pain doesn't bother me. That's okay. But I'm telling you right now, I don't know. Is there such a thing as like an eyebrow transplant of some sort? Can they take a little hair off the back of my head and transplant it to the second half of either I mean, eyebrow sure on both could. sides? Yeah, you I know mean. what you need? You need to tint your eyebrows. Yes. That will help because is, it tints the skin too and it makes your eyebrows. That's what women do. Looks that's thicker. Do. Yeah. Yeah. Is, that, or that's or not, if you want a more permanent solution, you can get them mi- microbladed. Mm-hmm. I did that. That works. Is that tattooing? It's it's like tattooing, but it only lasts for like a year and a half. They basically slice little little slices into your head that look like they look like eyebrow hairs, and then they. I put mean, ink I gotta tell them. you guys, I'm kind of tired of being a bald eyebrow guy. Are you really though? Like it's I'm ridiculous. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, it's horrible. Here. It's horrible. I think you should tint them and then yeah. see if you like it. And if you like it, get microbladed. Yeah, go with like your daughters or something. Mm-hmm. It's not expensive, man. Go to Ulta. It's like six bucks. They'll find All your right. shading and everything. I'm trying to take a picture here so I can I can show you guys. I'm telling you, I got no eyebrows. Guys, this is horrible. I mean, I, if, if I wanted the Jamie Tart thing, if I wanted the team bond, I couldn't even do it. I got no, no second half of the eyebrow. <laughs> I mean, most people like think their eyebrows are too thick. You have the opposite problem, so I feel like you're winning in that scenario. Like yours is easier to rectify. All I'm telling you is this, and I've just sent you guys a picture in our group chat. Mm-hmm. All I'm telling you is I got half an eyebrow on both eyes. It's a problem. I get teased and ridiculed a lot about it by oh, my yeah. daughters. Oh yeah, it's really bad. I didn't realize it was this bad. Was this look is always bad the then. case. Yeah, look out. I don't know. See, that's another good question. I'm not really positive. Why don't you look this- back at pictures from when you were younger? Mm-hmm. Like, are you balding on your eyes? Dude, look at my right eye. How the first half of it, it's like a decent-sized eyebrow. It's all right. It's yeah, kind but of halfway, full. it really just fades. It just goes away. Yeah. Yeah. Got a microblade, bro. I think it's that time. Microblading. Yeah, it's time for a couple of different, like, things when it comes to the housekeeping. You should do, like, a makeover with, like, Lindsay and Laura. Like, they can just make you over somewhere. You know, I just want to say, you've had these eyebrows your whole life. This isn't, like, a sudden thing, right? No, I don't know, Lindsay. I actually think that, like I'm saying about, like, okay, for example, guy gets a little bit older, all of a sudden he starts losing his hair, next thing you know the guy's bald, right? Um, and some guys can rock the bald look, and other guys are like, oh my God, I got to do something about this, so they go to a hair transplant place. I feel like my eyebrows have slowly but surely been balding. Like, I don't think it's been like this my whole life. I think I'm losing eyebrow hair i'm just saying you're gonna look really weird if you suddenly have dark eyebrows i'm gonna photoshop this for you real quick and send you back yeah that's true too you got to do it gradually bro well yeah that's probably a good idea because a lot of times when i let my hair go and then all of a sudden it gets kind of you know like a little charcoaly a little gray and then i walk into my girl and then she makes it jet black 
And then people are like, what's with you, man? What are you like losing some weight or something? And I'm like, no, I just had my hair colored. That's all. Hmm. We had a caller about a week or two ago call me shoe polish on the air. Did he? He legitimately called me. He goes, hey, Sedano, how you doing, man? Hey, what's up, shoe polish? I'm like, shoe polish? What's that mean? He's like, that's what you do to your hair. Oh, yeah, right? that's right. I do remember that now. Yeah, Shoe polish it. I mean, whatever, dude. Whatever makes you feel good, bro. I'm all about that. Just do whatever makes you feel good. Well, I can tell you what doesn't make me feel good, and that is the fact that I got half an eyebrow on both eyes. Okay. Yeah, well, we figured that out, clearly. Oh, Lindsay, this is good. This looks. I look so much better. You do look younger with th- with thicker eyebrows, I will say. Oh, I got to do this. Lindsay's really good at Photoshop, though. It's an app. Oh, it is? Yeah. yeah. I wish there was an app to get me thicker eyebrows. Well, there is. There you is. Just, just send it to yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now you have to actually just do it. <laughs> I'm just going to use the picture. At this point, what, are we gonna, what else do you want to do? Do you want a little tummy tuck, too? <laughs> um, yeah, if I could get a little lipo around the belly, that would be nice, I think. That has to hurt, though, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, I, they stick a big canola in you and suck the fat out. I mean, I would imagine. That's what I, yeah. I want to get that done. It's very painful. I don't care how painful it is. Yeah, what, what's the recovery time on something <laughs> like that? It's a couple months. I know a few people months? that have done months? it. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Isn't it like two weeks? No, I mean, for you to be up, up and walking around, but like you get zaps, I guess, like, like, uh, and you feel numb. It's just real. My, I know like two people and one of my relatives, I'll say one of my relatives did it. And yeah. She said it was the weirdest feeling. It was extremely uncomfortable, and she kind of wishes she never did it. Wow. Really? I would have thought that, yeah, like, you know, two weeks you're in, you're out. I'm with Laura. Yeah, I'm still down, okay? I've lost too much weight to not get it done. No, I mean, whatever, you know? (laughs) Give me the pain. I'm going to look great. It's all good. (laughs) Yeah, I think my sister just had that done, Laura. I was telling you about that story about my sister. She lost, I don't know, 150, 200 pounds, something like that. I mean, she was a big girl. And, uh, and she then, you know, just went on this diet, lost all this weight, had one of those, those surgeries. I don't remember what they're called, where they make your stomach smaller. That tummy first tuck? Surgery. No, not a tummy tuck. There's another name for it. And then, then most recently she got one of those surgeries where they like cut off all the excess skin. Oh, you, know? you, you meant like, uh, the VSG, the gastric vertical sleeve yes. thing. And then yep. she got the tummy tuck. Yep. And I'll tell you what, she looks like a completely different person. She keeps putting out these before and after pictures. And when she does the after, before the before, she looks like the number 10. Like the two people are standing side by side. She looks super thin on one side and really round on the other. I'm just so proud of her. that she, That's why when I see pictures like what you put out, Laura, I'm like, mm-hmm. I am so proud of you. Because it takes so much discipline to lose that amount of weight. But I don't know how much discipline it takes to get new eyebrows. That's I mean, clearly not as much as Laura <laughs> losing weight, I would say. No. That's just my no. guess. She's I could be wrong star. about that. But... Um, you know what else uh, I, I could be wrong about is um, this Lakers stretch. I know I said it's the get right games, and they are getting right, but are they really? Let's get to that on the other side. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Oh, there we go. Uh, uh, now I hear it in uh, stereo uh, here. Yeah. See, now when I feel it, George, that's when I get into it. And this song, I feel. 
Oh, Do you know the song? Yes, Laura. Okay, just making sure. I know sure. this song. Yes, this one I happen to know. Don't be no hater. It's a good jam, though. Very good jam. Tell him, girl. This is one of those songs that we just don't even talk over. We're like, no, you let let her go. Let Mary go. I love just all her music because there's like soul and passion behind every word. You know? Really Mm -hmm. good. Really good. Hey, George, uh, we were talking about eyebrows. Yes. And I see a tweet here from one of our listeners who says, hey, Lindsay, what's the app? Because I'm like Kaplan. My eyebrows are half gone, too. Oh, wow. And I feel for you, dude. That's D-R-X-2-D-A-Z. And so, hey, Dr. X Todays, let me tell you something, pal. Having half an eyebrow on both eyes, telling you, people look at you kind of funny. I'm like, what's up? What are you looking at? He's like, wait, look at me in the eyes. And people are like looking just above your eyes. You can tell they're looking. And they're like, what the hell's wrong with your eyebrows, man? So, Lindsay, what am I going to do? I'm supposed to go to a store and get them to, uh, to you know, like paint on my eyes? Is that what they're going to do? Well, you just go to Ulta. That's probably the easiest thing <laughs> to do. You ever been to an Ulta? It's just like a beauty salon yeah. store. They sell beauty products, and you yeah. just go in and just ask one of the nice ladies working there. Yeah. And say, hey, I would like to get my eyebrows tinted. Do and you have boom, time? done. Tinted. Do for you. Yep. Yep. All done. Easy. Okay. All right. So, um, not so easy is the Lakers' defense. Now, are you okay with are you okay with them just getting wins, or do you do you want to see style points when they're playing teams this bad? Um, I'm okay with them just getting wins for now. Mm-hmm. And last night there weren't a lot of style points to your, you know, I, look, you're down seventy to sixty four at half, okay. And it, it got to a point, George, where in, in the fourth quarter is about I don't forty five fifty seconds to go, and AD hits a couple of free throws and it gets to one eighteen one eleven. So the Lakers have made their comeback in the second half, and I'm like sitting there on my phone getting ready to tweet. You know, I'm starting to see some improvement, and I never pressed send, and it was a good thing I didn't. Because not long thereafter, a kid, Jalen Green, made that first three to make it 118-114. Then the dude threw up, I mean, a rainbow to make it 118-117. I was like, wait a second. Is it even remotely possible they could lose this game? And then after Malik Monk hit the second free throw because he missed the first, at 119-117, I'm like, don't even tell me. There's no way they can lose this game. Thankfully, they didn't. I don't really care so much about style points. But it would be a real shame to lose these kinds of games to inferior opponents at home in the early season because losses like these would come back to bite you later in the year or so, I think. Oh, I don't think there's any question, Um, especially what I think is going to still be a highly contested Western Conference. You know what I'm saying? So I I believe that this team needs to kind of figure some stuff out. Like I, I, I just feel like they are in some trouble. Um, defensively at the moment. I, I am I, I am not – I just don't believe that this team that's currently constituted is in good shape. Well, I'm watching last night, and I'm thinking to myself, just based on the schedule, I'm like, okay, so they were 0-6 in the preseason and nobody cared. Then they came out to start the season at 0-2 and people were kind of freaking out a little bit. Even things up at 2-2, I was like, okay. 
But then that loss to the Thunder was the one that had a lot of people concerned. Since then, they've won three straight games. And last night was really, really close. And it definitely could have turned into a loss at the end. But I just want to say, like, for me, this is still the continuation of the preseason, at least the way I see it, because a lot of guys didn't play. They didn't use, you know, they didn't use certain rotations. They didn't have certain guys in. I, I just, my point is, is that I look at these games and I think, these guys just think this is still the preseason. They're, they're like not even 10 games in, and they're just trying to figure stuff out. But you're already concerned, it sounds like. Yes, I am already concerned. Um, because I, I just don't think that this particular team that they have currently has enough guys that can defend at a high level that can have them achieve their goal, which is to win a championship. And okay. I know that Taylor and Tucker will help with that, uh, but I'll tell you this, Kendrick Nunn is not. Okay, Wayne Ellington is not. Like, those guys aren't defensive players. No, but uh, the good news was last night that the big three of the Lakers, LeBron with 30, AD with 27, and Russ with 27 last night, and they needed just all of it, right? So the good news was is that they were able to score, and they were, found themselves down at halftime, and they came back. They almost gave it away. So while they can't defend through the first seven, eight games of the season, at least, if nothing else, we're starting to see some good offensive performances from the guys who you expect to score. But I'm, I'm still of the opinion like, okay, let's give it those first 20 games, and then we'll start really digging in on the judgment of what they are or what we think they're going to be. Sounds like you're kind of already there long before I am. Yes. I, I, I just don't feel like they are, they're good enough on that end. And in... in <laughs> Look, there are very few teams. I think the Lakers in 2000 or 2001 might be the only team in the last 20 years that wasn't a top 10 defensive team to win a championship. Okay, well, that is problematic considering, A, Frank, Go Frank Vogel's reputation is that he's a defensive-minded coach, right? Yeah. My favorite part of the game, though, last night, I got to tell you, was when DeAndre Jordan got an alley-oop that I'm not even positive was really intended to be a pass, but he went up and got it. And when DeAndre Jordan jumps, it reminds me of when Phil Mickelson won the Masters and he attempted to jump off the ground and he had like that one-and-a-half-inch vertical. That was DeAndre last night. It was like, here comes the ball, and it was like slow motion of him attempting to, I've got to go up and jump and try and get it, grab it, and put it down. He did. He put it down. But jumping... Even for a man that big, just kind of looked like a struggle, frankly. Yeah. yeah. No, it, it was wild. All right, so we got people on. We got people calling it. Wow, I can actually pick up the calls. Let me go to Brandon in Inglewood. Brandon, what's up? Yeah, Sedano, man, I know you from the Miami area and everything, so I want to ask you a question. Like, were you this concerned when the Heat were struggling, right, when they first got their big three together? Because I know, like, within the first ten games, they were not playing well, right? And they they were nine. The they, finals, were, they, so. were, they were nine and eight. Um, I, I would say this, though. Um, right. LeBron James was 25 years old, right? Dwayne Wade was still in his prime, and Chris Bosh was in his prime. And so, like, I don't look at – I mean, I look at LeBron at 36 going on 37, and while he's still a top three or four player, uh, I would still say, you know, he's probably lost a half a step. Um, I don't think Russell Westbrook is as good as Dwayne Wade, and while Anthony Davis is better than Chris Bosh – um, I, I also feel the parts around them were better. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, as far as defense, like that Miami team at 9-8, and eight, they, their issue was figuring it out on offense. 
um, where they were, you know, Wade and LeBron were taking turns. Their defense was legit from day one. And that, to me, is the concern with this team, is that they're, you can't win a championship without being at least a top-10 defense. At least historically, that's been the case outside of that one Laker team in 2000 or 2001. All right, thanks. You got it, man. <laughs> All right, whatever you say, man, later. I, I'm just saying, like, that's why I've said that this team needs to make moves like th- at the deadline. This is not going to be the team. If you're going to win a championship, it's not going to be with this roster from 1 through 12 or whatever it is that they have now. Well, listen, again, they're 5-3. and three. The question was, are you okay with them just sort of skirting by? These are not exactly blowout wins against inferior opponents, and the schedule will get tougher. No, 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 but Scott, here's the difference, okay? The difference between regular season basketball and postseason basketball is that I've got a seven-game series to sit there and really just pinpoint your issues and just attack and hunt all your deficiencies. And when you have that many guys that can't defend – you're in trouble, I think. Okay. I mean, we could continue this discussion on the other side because we're up against it. This portion of the show is presented by Alignment Health Plan, changing healthcare one person at a time. Look, I picked them to win, all right? I put myself on the line for this team, all right? On ESPN.com, on every platform I have, I said the Lakers are winning the championship. They're beating the Brooklyn Nets. And, you know, Brooklyn was, <laughs> you know, they've got their own sets of issues. You know, we can discuss that another time. But this Laker team, I, I just don't feel like this particular roster as currently constructed, and again, doesn't mean you can't change it up uh, in season, but I, I, I just don't love what I'm seeing at the moment, even though it is early. We'll get to that. Plus the Rams. Oh, boy. Um, there is an interesting dialogue to be had about them. We'll touch on that as well. We're back in three minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Do we have the uh, part where this eventually gets going? Right, because man, oh man, is this, this open slow. is really long. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a great song. So it's a good song. Yeah, okay, it you is. guys can talk over it. It's okay. It's a good song. Yeah, it's a great song. Just here we takes go. Here a we go. Time to get rolling. Here we go. I think she starts now. It's the anniversary. There we go. See, because when you start this on like K Earth or one of those stations that still plays this song on a regular rotation, this is where they start right here. I know we don't have that ability here, so <laughs> I get that we're not K Earth, you know, or Coast. No, we're K Outer Space is what we are. Yeah. Uh, so twenty. How many years is this now? Nineteen ninety-two. Oh my God, we're old. Speak for yourself. Me, I'm a millennial. Yeah. You're even really my, not a millennial. Even though my my eyebrows are falling out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hovick tweets us, what the heck, man? Y'all keep saying let's give 20 to 25 games to see where they are, as in the Lakers. It's game eight, and y'all like, nope, they suck. I'm not saying they suck. I'm saying their defense sucks. 
And what I'm saying is their defense is not championship good. The goal here in Los Angeles with the Los Angeles Lakers is to win an 18th championship. It's not to, oh, let's have a good showing and get to the conference finals. This ain't the Clippers. You know what oh. I mean? Oh. I mean, it's the reality of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, their expectations are to win a championship. So if the expectations are I, – I can tell you that I will reassess them after 20 games and give them a legit sample uh, to really kind of give you my thorough feelings – but through eight games, which were almost at the halfway point of those 20 games, I think their defense stinks. And it's not championship good. I can say those both those things can be true. I'll tell you, I really like the little shot you just took at the Clippers. That would be the kind of thing that I would say, like, look at the Rams. The Rams are, are all about winning a championship right now. They'll do anything they have to do to win a championship. They're not just trying to make it into the wild card. They're not the Chargers. I really love that little dig you just had right there. That was straight out of my well, playbook. It, it really, I mean, it's not even a dig. It's just the reality. The expectations are different. I'm not even the guy who takes the shot at the Clippers around here. Like, you know that's not me. But it's the reality. One team is like, hey, we got to the conference finals for the first time in our history last season. And the other team is, hey, we're trying to win an 18th banner. You know, like, there there are differences, and they're not subtle by any stretch of the imagination. No. So, so no. I, I, I'm just being honest. Yeah, okay? I 20 mean, yeah. games, I will give you a thorough idea of where i feel this team is headed but through game eight i have to give you something too i can't just sit here and just twiddle my thumbs until 20 games okay let me ask you this though you ready you're saying that they don't have a a roster that will eventually be able to play championship caliber basketball as currently constituted correct yes they don't have they don't have the roster to create a championship caliber defense that's what you're saying right correct okay is there anything that Frank Vogel and this coaching staff can do with the pieces that it currently has? I'm talking about schematically. I mean, did you see them trying to play zone the other day? Yesterday was a disaster. You know what I'm saying? Like, that that's the thing. Like, this, when you can't play zone and play it well, like, that says to me you can't play defense well. Coach Vogel. I know you're it's listening. It's not his this fault. It's well, not just, his fault. Well, okay, so listen, listen, we're eight games in. They knew what they had, right? I mean, they, they knew who the players were. They knew look, who they'd gone uh, out and look, gotten. Let me tell you this, Scott. Unless yeah. Taylor Horton Tucker, who I think is a very good player, and I think he's an up and coming player in this league. And he is a two way player. He is an offense and defensive player. Unless he becomes Ron Artest, Meta World Peace all of a sudden. That's the only way I see the current roster getting good enough defensively. But that's a lot to ask of a kid who's 21 years old. But you got to think that Rob Palenka and Frank Vogel, when constructing this roster, and I should throw in LeBron into all of that. I should, I, in fact, I should start with LeBron. When LeBron constructed the roster and Palenka and Vogel understood what LeBron was building, somebody somewhere inside the Laker organization had to be able to say, hey, do we have enough guys here to play championship caliber defense? And I think he felt, uh, if I had to guess, I don't know. I've never, you know, I've spoken to Rob Palinka about this, but my guess is they feel like Taylor Horn Tucker could be a Ron Artest in the making. You know what I'm hey, saying? But that's one guy. Right, but that one guy with already a guy like, I mean, they brought in Bradley very, you know, late in the process um, before the, or around the season starting. Um, but they have Anthony Davis, and they, Bazemore's a good defender, 
Um, so they feel like four guys who are going to be core rotation guys, you know, you're only going to go more eight, eight or nine in general anyway in the playoffs. Like you're probably not going more than that. They feel like that's enough. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Now, again, I'm willing to say I could be wrong about this or I can adjust my my thoughts based on what I see as we move forward. I'm telling you, yes, I want to see what 20 games looks like, but through eight games, I don't like what I see at all. Yeah. Um, for me, it was the fifth game, the loss against Oklahoma City, where I said, hey, look, we said we wouldn't judge until 20 games in, but without judgment, I'm telling you right now, yeah. that game last night, they stink. Now, they've won three straight games, and last night get was right one of games. those. Get right games. That's what we talked about. These are get, get right games. And they And look. They're going to play tomorrow night against Oklahoma City. And That's another get-right game. Not only is it a get-right game. A revenge game. It's a blow-them-out-of-the-water, yeah. established dominance double, game. Double whammy, get-right, revenge game. Absolutely. Yes. That is what tomorrow night is. Let me go to Anthony in Burbank. Anthony, how are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Hey. Uh, Anthony. What, what, what's wrong with the Lakers is their roster – Lacks balance. They have nine guards, nine nine guys who are under six five on their roster. They don't have any wing defenders like Kyle Kuzma, like Rick Fox, like guys who can guard a six seven six eight guy on the other team. That's why they give up so many rebounds. They're just so small. They have nine guys who are six five and under on their roster, and and all these guys they have like Rondo. He's Rondo on the Lakers. He had two bad regular seasons. He had a good month of playoff Rondo. He's not a rotation player. How many rotation players do you guys see on their roster, out of their role players, besides Carmelo Anthony and maybe Kendrick Nunn and maybe THT if he develops? Yeah, but Kendrick Nunn's not a defender. Like I'll tell you, Kendrick Nunn is actually a liability, I think, on defense in a lot of ways. Not a rotation player. Oh, I mean. right, right, right. Yes. But you're right. You're right. Kendrick Nunn is a guy, and thank you for the call, uh, Kendrick Nunn is a guy who can ignite very quickly on offense, and that's what he is. He's there to give you, you know, he can give you 20 one night and maybe five the next, but you'll 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 like the 20 nights, but that's what he is. Well, again, this season started out, and little did we know, because everybody was talking about the old guys. They were talking about LeBron and oh, I, Carmelo. I don't, I don't worry less about. I worry less about the age. I just no, worry no, about but, the skill set. But but here's what I'm going to get at. But it's been the young guys, and in particular THT, it's been the young guys who have been injured in the early part of the season. I mean, everybody was worried about, oh, they're too old. Will they be able to be durable? You know, can they actually make it through the 82 games, et cetera? And it's been, in particular, THT. And there's been some other injuries, but not everybody's been super young. But it's surprising that, you know, they've had this kind of an injury. So we don't really know yet what they might be when they have their entire roster playing. Right. And by the way, that's probably going to be well beyond 20 games, George, because when THT does come back uh, and he is healthy, it's going to take him time to get himself into regular season sure. NBA basketball shit. No question. Although he's young, so it should, be happen it should happen a little faster. Let me squeeze in Dominic real quick. Dominic, what's up? What's up, Sedano? I'm a huge fan of yours, so it pains my heart to have to disagree with, me, with you. You have to realize we have 11 new players, and from all reports, Frank Bogle's defensive system – isn't that easy to learn. It's a lot of things that he does differently from the rest of the league. I think we have to give it some time, let it marinate a little bit. And another thing, Trevor Ariza's out. Kendrick Nunn's out, as you mentioned. THT's out. We have a lot of players that are out right now that will probably be rotational players. 
So I think we have to give it at least to about January, right be- before the trade deadline, before we can have a true judgment on what the defense. Oh no, no, I, I agree with that part of it. I do agree that that's that's when you can have a real assessment, like around Christmas time. But but I, I just don't love what I'm seeing right now. You know what I mean? Like I think that that you know we got to talk about them now too. We can't just sit here and wait until Christmas to not talk about them. That the seems- good news though, but the good news is this. They won the game. They did. It wasn't pretty. They weren't playing one of the best teams in the Western Conference, but they won, and that's the important part here, is that no matter how ugly it may have been, and even though they gave up 70 points in the first half, they found a way to win the game. We would look back later in the season and go, can you believe they lost these stupid games in the first 10 games of the season? Thankfully, they at least got the dub. Oh, no, I agree. I agree for sure. All right, let me sneak in Johnny real quick. Johnny, what's up? Hey, guys. Hey, Cap, Sedano, Laura, Lindsay. Love you guys. You guys make it easier on the drive, on the five. Hey, what's so the, Dominic stole my uh, – he beat me to the punch. 11 new guys. I, I do believe it's a comparison to the Heat, although it's a different style of play. I feel like Vogel is going to play it out. And to be honest, yeah, the, the offense hasn't been the problem with the big three, but I think it can be even better. We talked about Westbrook setting the uh, the pick for um, for Anthony Davis. I think they can they can figure out even more um, offensive powers. Ariza is going to bring the defense. THC is going to be the bring the defense. I feel like they're going to figure it out. I hope so. I mean, you know, I, I I think Trevor, you know, whatever you get out of Trevor should be a bonus. Um, I wouldn't expect anything out of him at this stage of his career. I mean, he could st- he could still play in spurts, but he's he's a fifteen or twenty minute player, man. Like let let's be real. I know he played twenty or five or thirty last year, but that was out of necessity. I don't think this. If you're depending on Trevor Reza for twenty for twenty five thirty at this point, you're not a championship caliber team. That's just me. I'm right. talking about a guy in his late thirties, thirty six years old or whatever it is, and and uh, and hurt yeah. right now. Right. So yeah. All right, coming up next, uh, let's get into this Rams discussion that I didn't get into. And the Dodgers have a ton of question marks going into next season, and people are starting to address those. We'll be back in two and a half minutes. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oh, see, this is the song I was talking about yesterday. But But this isn't the trailer one when you YouTube it. Okay, okay, whatever. Right, Lindsay? Okay, 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 yeah, yeah. Things happen, it's all right. I just like telling guys are wrong. I know, clearly. <laughs> it's a Latina thing, what can I say? Cap, do you know this song or no? Well, wasn't this the song you were talking about yesterday? Yes, you, you heard really me just say that JC 10 seconds song? ago. Yes. Well, right, that's why I wanted to just confirm. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Do you know what it's called? I don't know what it's called. Any shot? Any guess? Uh, tonight is the night. <laughs> you love That's your go-to on songs. <laughs> tonight is the night. <laughs> <laughs> um, all for the love? No. It's, um, what's the name of it? It's Rock... Um, rock Boys. Rock Boys, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Rock I literally boys. told him in his ear and right. nah. That. You still <laughs> couldn't hear it even if she told you in your ear? <laughs> Wait, she, me? She you let told you cheat me in my ear? Yes, I was She like, was trying boys. to cheat for you. Oh, I didn't hear you say that. <laughs> oh, God. Rock Boy, maybe you pushed the wrong button. Maybe you told George in his no, ear. No, she didn't tell me. No, no, he knows it. 
No, he didn't know it. I said rock something, and I couldn't remember what it was after that. (laughs) Rock girls. No, they tweeted at us, and I was like, "Yeah, that's the song. That's the song." Yeah. By the way, it's National Sandwich Day. Ooh, I love me a good sandwich, man. First of all, the bread is so important for a sandwich. It makes it makes or breaks the sandwich. I'm a big ciabatta guy. I like. I love a ciabatta. I like. I like a toasted ciabatta, though. Of course, naturally. Ciabatta hurts my teeth. Why? Because it's hard. It is hard. I don't, you know. I, I never... thought you would say the roof of your mouth gets cut. Well, yeah, that hard. too. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I'm just not a fan of ciabatta. You want to know who's got a great and very, very inexpensive ciabatta sandwich? Mm. Sprouts. The deli at Sprouts. Really? You guys ever go to Sprouts? Oh, dude, $4.99. Yeah. Um, I love their, uh, it's like a turkey, spinach, uh, uh, like tomato pesto. And like a Munster cheese, dude. I'm telling you, four ninety nine. Wow, that's and then a good they, deal. And, they, and it's a nice ciabatta. And then what they do is they they um, they grill it or they like press it. Yes, press. That was the word I was looking <laughs> yes, for. Yes. And then it's nice and crunchy. Oh my yeah. god, I love that sandwich. Yeah, yeah. four ninety nine is a hell of a deal, especially with inflation right now. You know what I mean? You would think yeah. that thing will be eight ninety nine soon enough. You never you ever go to a, like a Jersey Mike's and occasionally, uh, yes. yeah, and you go in and you get their regular, and it's like thirteen bucks, and you're like, wait a second, what? And then you go and you, if, like, if you ever are really hungry and you decide to get the giant, and like you go to check out and they're like, yeah, it's $21. You're like, wait, wait. For wait. a sandwich. Dude, it's like, it's a sandwich. Yeah. It, it's got turkey, cheese, lettuce, tomato, onion, and bread. A little bit of that juice yeah. and some stuff all yeah. over it. $20? I would imagine the markup on that. Like, I know, you know, I know people in the pizza business and they, you know, they talk about like, you know, pizza being a good business because the, you know, the cost of making one pie is like, you know, a dollar or two and, you know, they're charging 20 bucks in some cases. So, but a sand- that sounds absurd for a sandwich. I'm telling you right now, if you ever go to Jersey Mike's, and I think it's a great sandwich, the giant Jersey Mike's will cost you over $20. See, I prefer a mom and pop sandwich place. See, okay. wait, I just want to say, with Jersey Mike's, I don't know what kind of sandwich you get there, but mine don't cost that much. And if you get a giant one, that's like two, maybe three people sandwiches. Well, that's right. I mean, so, but there are times oh, where i Oh, well, then that's different. Mine. See, I don't eat there that often, so it's, I didn't know It's like, it's probably two feet long no, for a giant. No, it's about, it's probably about but, 14 inches long. No, it's bigger than that. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's about 14 inches. We'll, we'll, we'll ask the audience. How about that we just Google it? <laughs> how about just Google how long the sandwich is, the giant at Jersey Mike's? Yeah. yeah. What other sandwiches do you like, though? I mean, I, I oh, do I like mean, I like I like a little patty melt. Give me a little rye bread. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, technically that's a sandwich, even though it's like a burger. But you know, what my favorite bread though is challah bread. Anybody here challah. like a nice challah bread? Yeah, challah's nice. Oh yeah, a little really brioche good. bun is good too. Okay, I'll go with that. Yeah, I mean, to be the bread, it makes. I mean, because you know, I mean, what. How how different is like turkey or you know roast beef or you know chicken you know sliced chicken all that stuff tastes the same for the most part wherever you go. You know, lately I've been into a go ahead, go ahead. You know, really really good bread that makes the sandwiches. If you go to Panera, there's a bread called like uh, tomato basil, Mm -mm. and it's got like this crust on it. It's so good. No, I'm out on Panera. Why? Just don't like it. I haven't had it that often. I mean, again, I don't eat a lot of Jersey mm-hmm. Mike's or, or, I mean, I don't eat a lot of bread. Same. So there's that. But I mean, I love bread, but I just don't eat a lot of it anymore because, you know, it goes right to the hips, you know? Yep. Yeah, I do know. <laughs> I do know. I, I'll tell you, lately I've been into these like breakfast sandwiches, though. Like if I were to go Ooh. out on a Sunday morning and have a breakfast sandwich, I love the brioche bread with like a nice fried egg, some bacon, a little cheese, avocado. Yeah. I'm telling you, breakfast sandwich. I think the breakfast sandwich, highly underrated. A little croissant. Croissant is good for breakfast sandwich. Croissant is good, but it also, you talk about going right to the hips. Very buttery. Yeah. You know? But, you know, if you're going to go, go for the gusto. I mean, you're doing fried egg. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm also the guy doing the giant at Jersey Mike. Right, so there's that. You're yeah. eating the three-foot sub or whatever. Right. Well, 14 inches. Right, exactly. Or so well, I we'll think. check. We'll see. Right. All right, let's go to Junior in Compton. Junior, what's up? Hey, what's up, guys? I think the Lakers are in trouble, man. I think they're a playing tournament team. They're sure playing like it. And they're one injury away from, uh, you know, totally losing the whole team. LeBron gets hurt like last year. They're getting older. It's an old team. And everybody's saying, oh, we're missing uh, – None and THT is like they're not stars, man. Then you think they're gonna make a difference when they come back? I mean, LeBron's on the floor, AD's on the floor. I mean, I think I, we're we're in trouble, guys. I don't wow. know if I'd go that far trouble. to say that they're in trouble, like playing in trouble. I don't think they're that like they're that. But I, I do think Taylor Horton Tucker will help. I think Kendrick Nunn can help. But he, they're they're not stars. At least you know Horton Tucker could be maybe down the road, but not today. Um, but I mean, I think they help, but I, I don't think that they help enough where they, they make you a championship level defense, especially well, none because he's not a defender. But let me ask everybody a question here. Yeah. What did you think was going to happen did, when, when the preseason went and they were 0 six and LeBron didn't yeah. play? Yeah. Did you just all expect that the Lakers through eight games would be eight? No, no, I don't think so. But I, I mean, I think, look, I think if they were, if they would have, Here's the thing. I think style points matter, you know, in sports because you look at these teams that they've been playing, right? And, you know, Cleveland had a lead on them late. I mean, the Rockets the first time, I mean, they handled them pretty easily. But yesterday, they were one Kevin Porter shot away from losing the game at the buzzer, you know? And it, it you know, and they gave up 70 points at the half yesterday. So you see all this stuff and you're like, bro, like, what is going on here? And I get that the competition sometimes can phase the way guys go into a particular matchup. But, man, I, I don't know. I just don't love what I see right now. And, by the way, this portion of the show is presented by Alignment Health Plan, changing healthcare one person at a time. So, uh, Joe Cha tweets us and says, The Godmother, uh, hashtag The Godmother, at Bay City's Italian Deli in Santa Monica is one of the best sandwiches in L.A. They bake their own bread for, fresh daily, too. It's The Godmother sandwich. Appreciate that, Joe Cha. Now, that's the same Joe Cha. Who always gets on you. Well, he's offered. He told me, he goes, when you pick out the half marathon that you plan to run, yeah. Joe Cha tells me he will pace me yeah. in that half marathon. Okay. So I appreciate you simultaneously offering to pace me in a half marathon because you know I need to lose weight. But on the other hand, telling me about the greatest sandwich with the best bread. Joe Cha, much love for you, brah. By the way, I did offer a uh, cap. I said, hey, let's do the, uh, Disney, the Disney World 10K. And he's like, no. It's just a 10K. I don't want to do just Dude, a 10K. Dude, why is it you want to go right into that? Just start warming up with a 5K or a 10K. What do I need to do a 10K for? A 10K is a six-mile run. I warm up. Sleep. Warm up. Like, I bet you could not do a 10K right now. No. no way. Okay, you know what? Answer that on the other side. Let's discuss this further on the other side because you really do this thing where you jump into like the deep end way too fast. Uh, <laughs> all right, coming up next, we'll get to that. We'll continue our National Sandwich Day discussion, and the Dodgers have some decisions. We'll talk about that as well. Stick around. We're back in a couple minutes. 710 ESPN.